When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this More Business, More Life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're gonna come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. And today we're going to talk about fun. How do we enjoy all the things that we do in our life? And you might think, oh, there's tasks and chores that I need to do that don't bring joy. We're going to talk about that. How do we turn those into joy? And then how do we avoid the things that bring us pain and challenges so that we can live more in our joy and more in our bliss? And we're going to explore when we have not done this in our life and when we have, and what are the results of that? And just open a huge discussion around this so that we can have more joy and bliss in our life every day and all the things that we do. I'm so excited to have uh, Stephanie Vetter, Melissa Barrett, and Giovanni Godina here to join me. I'm Steve Nopliton. So let's talk about fun. Another one of our core values. Uh, we've talked about gratitude, love, growth, freedom, and our second F is fun. And it's so important. I think we overlook rest and fun. You know, I've even, you know, go, this is literally one of our core values to enjoy everything that we do. And we find that when we don't, we're not enjoying life, that's an indicator that we're possibly on the wrong path. It doesn't, I say possibly because it's not always. Maybe it's you're on the right path, but you need to make a few changes, or maybe you are on a, a path that's not serving you. And we're not saying to give up on your dreams by saying that or where the destination is. But as we all know, when we're physically on the road, we can change the road that we're on and most likely still get to the destination. You know, there are many roads uh, to get to where you want to go. And, and that's really, I think, where I've made some big mistakes in the past because I picked a road and even though it was, you know, dilapidated and there was all these potholes and it was getting harder and harder. And then sometimes the road disappeared and I'm still driving through and uh, destroying myself or my car, quote unquote, and not, uh, and when I could have gone on another road and, and to find out, you know, years later, and I do say years, I did that for like good 12 hard years. Then I finally got direction from a mentor, just like GPS. And it said, there is a faster route. Would you like to take it, Steve? And I was like, yes, please. Yeah. And it worked. Woo so, so, and part of that is noticing when we're not having fun. And that's why this pushes up against that no pain, no gain. 
because that's what I was living by. I was like, oh, I, I actually sought out the pain because I thought that's the only way to gain. And I found out that's not true. And that's why I made fun. Uh, one of our core values and 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 all of us, Melissa, Stephanie, and Giovanni, we're all embracing it. And we're finding a lot more, not only fun in our life, but actually success because it, it's our guiding post. It's a self-awareness tool. So fun is a tool. We think it's just frivolous and we're just, oh yeah, I'll get to that when I can. But when actually the reason it's fun, the reason it lifts our heart up is because it's actually a guiding light. Go figure, right? And we can we can go deeper on this. You might say, you might be listening and saying, oh my gosh, how is that true? Well, I guess I'll just open it up here. Like Stephanie, Melissa, Giovanni, whoever wants to jump in first. What, like when have you noticed when you denied yourself for fun and then realizing, oh my gosh, if I would have just listened to my heart and, and done that fun thing I wanted, it would have put me on track or that you made the change, you know, just throwing an alternative that you went from that pain or you know, denying yourself fun to then embracing what your what your your heart wanted, and then finding your success faster. Does anybody have a story that comes to mind? I think that shows up in a couple different ways, but like you always say, planning your fun first is key to success. Just not only in having success and like having joy in life, but having success in your business because when you feel good and you're happy, then you're going to be more productive. You're going to take better care of your clients, all that stuff. So when I started looking ahead and even just like printing out your annual calendar and figuring out, okay, when can we have the fun? And then planning the business around that fun, around that life, um, it changes things because it gives you something to look forward to for one. Um, but then when you're there, it's like, oh my gosh, this is not just a nice to have thing. Like I have a girls weekend coming up this weekend. So I'm very excited. So it's the perfect time to be talking about fun because I'm, I'm pumped and we've had it on the calendar for months and, and just even, you know, we try to do it quarterly. It usually happens like once or twice a year. And when we're there, it's like, this is so necessary. Like this is such a necessary part of life to have fun. And then you come back and you, your cup is full, you're excited, you're happier, you're more patient, you have more energy, all those things. And so it's not a nice to have, it's not a later, oh, I'll, I'll get to this later or when I have more money. It doesn't have to be an extravagant thing that you do. Um, we're probably just going to be homebodies all weekend and just hang out and chat and life and, you know, experience and all of that. But, uh, I couldn't be more excited and I know how good it's going to be for just like my mental health afterwards. That's what fun is for me. It's so, and I mean that, and obviously Thank just you. scratching the surface, it's, yeah. uh, but it, because the depths of it, I think we deny ourselves, you know, when I watch like old movies and you see the guys had like bowling night or, you know, uh, all the women would get together, you know, and there is something about that. I'm not trying to segregate us in sexes, but uh, it, it could be any friend, sure. you know, for that matter. But there also is something about that, you know, when you're just with the with the ladies and when you're just with the guys. There's something different with the conversation and you can kind of push on each other in a good way, right? You know, like mm -hmm. call each other out on things that no one else would. That's when you know they're your true friend. When they say things you're like, and it makes you ponder and you're sitting there maybe having a glass of wine or even 
you know, like a bowling night, right? You're just doing something, but then in that activity, the conversation comes about. And this is also giving ourselves permission to do something other than work, you know, and other than other chores and even making time for that. And you brought something up, plan your fun first. By doing this, it changed my work. Because then if I know, like when you're when you're in love with what you do, like all of us, you know, we love doing what we're doing. You can actually start spending hours and hours in it. You can get lost in it, which can be good. Yet it also can take away from other big loves in our life, like our family, like our friends. And this we talked about a lot, like about, you know, life and death in our previous podcast episodes. We don't want life to blink by and we're like, oh, I didn't talk to that friend and I didn't spend as much time there. And so when you actually book time to go be with your friends or to go have an some adventure or play a game together or whatever, or go on a hike, then it actually calls us to stop. So I just wanted to highlight that just a little bit more. I know you said it, Stephanie, but just like putting emphasis on that. I think it's a requirement in life. We actually have to give ourselves again. It all, a lot of these things come back to permission and you don't need it from us. But if through hearing this, you give yourself permission to take pause and go do fun things. Cause ultimately I think we want to enjoy our life and enjoy the people in our life. And then we think someday I'll do that. And we just keep working away. Instead, what you're just said, Stephanie, is we plan our fun now then we can have it now. And then also we can come back to work rejuvenated, re-energized and with new light. I think it's beautiful. Thank you for bringing that up. And you're right about, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be all women, but there is something about it that there's just um, like a like-mindedness and a lot of them are, you know, moms and we just sort of, there's like an unspoken, you just get each other. So whether it's like other entrepreneurs who are sort of in the same place in business or, you know, but to do something fun with them and to just be around people who sort of get you, they validate you, they understand you. You could have those deeper conversations or not. I remember the first time we had a girls weekend in years and years and years, and uh, we didn't talk about life at all. We didn't talk about all the hard stuff. And that's sometimes what happens right through text, through phone conversations, whatever you're talking about life and all the stuff that's going on. We didn't do any of that. We just laughed for like three days and it was the best medicine. And since then, like, you know, things come up and we want to know what's going on and we want to support each other. But um, there is something about that that's very validating, very freeing, very just, you know, you could just let your guard down, let your hair down, whatever it is, and just sort of be without having to be somewhere, without having a responsibility, without having to take care of anybody else but yourself, which as a mom is like, it feels weird at first. You're like, oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I have to wipe someone's face or I have to feed someone or I have to, you know, we have to be somewhere just that like not having to be somewhere at a certain time or watch out for anybody else is, um, oh God, it just makes me like, <laughs> like a weight off just even thinking about that. Even just if it's like little moments and not that I don't love my life and caring for other people and being a mom and all of that, but to sort of take that hat off for a couple of days and just be me is very excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Stephanie uh, said something that kind of just popped in my head. Um, but it's like, it was something with like the, you having that, like in the moments of like the laughter and like having the fun, whatever it is for you. Right. But it's like allowing your mind to just let go of whatever is that's going on in life. 
mm-hmm. you know, like whatever any challenges or struggles you might be having or just daily routines or whatever. And what came to mind was like, like when you're able to get in that kind of a state, right. Or you're just kind of in the moment, it allows, this is going to get more woo woo type stuff, but like it starts allowing the stuff to flow and work itself out. That was like kind of slowing you down or challenging you or whatever in your business, like planning the fun in long-term actually helps your life out. Like having more fun, right? Like just having those moments to, because we're constantly just thinking about, okay, I got to go do this. I got to go do this. Oh my gosh, this just happened. Like just the stresses of everyday life. And we don't have any of those pauses or breaks to have fun. Like it starts compounding. Like on our call that we we were on earlier, you're just like, the more you keep what was it you're like we're angry or something like that like life sucks and like oh and you just find more examples of life sucks well and then like you just keep seeing more and more stuff so when we put those pauses in to to have the fun like like oh life is fun like hey life is fun look over there life's fun over there too look over there. like like it starts like building up and like i've just noticed in myself like when i was younger and maybe it's the thing that we as we get older we don't think we can have as much fun or something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just me. But when I was younger, it's like, that's all I ever looked for was like having fun and stuff that I was doing. Like if I didn't have fun and like, why would I go do it? And then like, as you get, I don't know, for me, as me, for me, as like, I was getting older, like I kept putting on these, these notions of what society wants, you know, like, Oh, you're an adult. You gotta be, you know, you gotta be serious and you gotta be this, this, and this. And like, since like started working with you, I was like, oh my gosh, the way I was before I started putting all these layers of society telling me what to be like, I'm like, I was in a great place, like state of like, I wasn't where I wanted to be like, and you know, financially or anything like that or whatnot, or, but it was like, I was having more fun in life. I was doing other things. I was like all this stuff. And then I thought society is like, oh, I got to be this kind of person. I just noticed myself getting more and more just like serious and i'm on look like me like going somewhere and i'm like looking at myself from like a third person like what what are you doing grumpy man like when did you turn into a grumpy (laughs) old man like yeah i'm like what's going on like i'm like let loose be like be happy be you know like have some fun like but i noticed myself more and more just like sitting there like kind of like get off my lawn kids kind of kind of a thing rude i was like yeah like yeah I'm like it's crazy like i'm like okay i need to start having more fun and having more laughter and and things in my life and it's starting to come back but yeah i just noticed over the years like the just the buildup of those layers right how you talk about the armor just putting the armor on i'm just trying to take all that armor on and be in my birthday suit you know yeah just enjoy it, whatever birthday suit in your birthday <laughs> suit <laughs> Yeah, you got the armor. You got the armor off. You got to take it off. You got, you got to get to the cores. The he wants suit. to go all the way. And it goes, <laughs> it, it's really like letting yourself be seen, yeah. uh, maybe not in a physical way, no, that in, your, in your nudity. Although, if that makes you happy. But the thing is, those are your uh, people. Yeah. Be self conscious. I mean, it's really, I mean, talk about being vulnerable. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> It's that inner stuff too, like to go because I what I what Giovanni's talking about. I've I've felt myself like when I started to do personal development work, I thought I was making myself better, like I had to become better. But it, what I noticed through all the work was I had to let go of all the things that I was told to do that I was taking on from others, and that's letting off all those layers of things that we take on the suit of armor or the suit of business. We put it on and we're told, and I've had people say, oh, we go, we'll get the work done and then we'll have fun. And 
I'm like, oh, well, maybe you're not my wow client because I I want to, why, if we're going to spend so many hours in our working life, why would we not enjoy that? You know, and I think there is a stigma that like, okay, you're older now, the, the time for fun is past. And that's a really sad thing, you know, to like own that belief that you can't be successful uh, unless you're serious all the time. Wow, that's heavy, you know, and, and I think I've definitely taken that on as well, Giovanni, I definitely did as a young entrepreneur, like thinking that I needed to look and act like other people. And a lot of them were seriously upset and not enjoying life. So you start emanating those because you're like, oh, they have more money than I. So I'm maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. But the more that I've let loose and the more that I've had fun, I've had, there was one day, the first time in my life, we made a hundred thousand dollars in one day. And I'm not saying this to brag, but, and I didn't even realize till after we were laughing the whole time. It was three consultants that we all, uh, all had different modalities and we all brought in to with one client and the whole thing escalated. And it was supposed to be like a $30,000 job, but we were all having so much fun and so much success. I remember it was like one of those times where you're laughing so hard that my stomach hurt for like several days after, like I did sit-ups the whole day. We were laughing so hard and we were having so much success and the client was having so much success. And then when we left the next day, we we're all like, oh my gosh, they like asked for so much more scope because they all we all wanted to play together more. And then it ended up being a thousand dollar a day that we that we uh had in business. And, and it was a day where we didn't even focus on the money. That was not our intent to like increase the scope of work and have more revenue come in. It just happened because we were all enjoying ourselves and we were doing the right thing. We just did this good thing and we were laughing our butts off and having so much fun. And then the results came flying in. It's so it's like the opposite of your thinking that the more serious I am, the more successful I am. But that that's not true. That's a that's a belief pretty wild what we've put ourselves through. I think I learned it probably a while ago, actually. And Giovanni and I used to be in a same like networking group, you know, other like-minded entrepreneurs. And I had been in, you know, business development sales for like 10 years, even before that. And it was a different world. Like I think people talk, think about salespeople and, you know, predating some of the the strategies and the approaches and the systems that we have now and like what we teach our clients about how you don't have to pitch. But if you grew up in sales thinking that we had to pitch everybody and, you know, you're a hammer and everybody's a nail and all of that, you deal with a lot of rejection and it is very serious. Like, and it can be very difficult to be in that type of environment. And it wasn't until I joined this networking group and it was very successful, very serious, like people who are very serious and passionate about their businesses, but we brought fun. Like we started our meetings every week with fun. And it was like, we all enjoyed being around each other. And it totally changed the way that I did business, the type of clients that I worked with, how much I enjoyed it. I was able to have fun and like be myself and let my personality shine. But I also had more confidence. Like I had a lot more success in my business. I made more money than I had ever made. And it wasn't really until, you know, we started working together and you sort of named it like, it's plan your fun first. And here's why that it was like, oh my gosh, like it all just sort of came together. But just like looking back, thinking about how, when I did bring more of that to my business, like it actually changed my results immediately, like right away. And I was enjoying what I was doing more, but I was also having more success. So it, it's interesting. It sounds counterintuitive and I don't know why, but uh, it's a better way. 
to be. I think it's because you always see the media or something like that, like the business is like, you know, somebody in the, the soup. I think it's, I think it's shifting though. Like, cause as millennials, yeah. As like millennials are becoming more of the force, like they're like just tired of like suit and tie yeah. kind of a thing. Like, I mean, that's the whole culture of like, you know, just them showing up like Mark Zuckerberg showing up in, you know, a hoodie and jeans and stuff like that. Like not to say that's fun, but the, the, the feeling, yeah. Like the feeling of like businesses changing, mm-hmm. But I, I, so on that though, like I've heard a lot of stuff of like, you know, how all these big tech companies were just like, let's bombard them with, you know, video games and ping pong tables and like all this stuff. And like, you know, they'll have more fun and do it. And then I didn't really necessarily help in any certain way necessarily, but it's like, cause maybe not everybody finds that fun. Right. That kind of a thing. But I mean, kind of, I think the dynamic is shifting though. Like it's that stringent, like, you know, business is business. It's not, you know, you got to be serious about it. But I mean, I look at any of the people, I mean, look at like uh, Richard Brant, uh, yeah, Richard Branson, Branson yeah, Virgin, Virgin guy, yeah. mm-hmm. name for some reason, dude has tons of fun. You look at the stuff that he does, like, he's crazy. And like, he's having fun, like all day long. And like, you start seeing and there's, there's obviously, everybody's personality is gonna be different. But like, you see some of the, the people more and more um, who are considered successful, in a, you know, financially, business-wise. Like, I see people, like, having more fun. There's, like, a seriousness about what they're doing, like you were saying with the networking group, right? There's that seriousness about, like, taking care of their their clients and the people and stuff like that. And they have fun doing that. And I think there is that that shift is happening more and more. This is probably one of the areas that I struggled with the most, Um which is, I mean, I don't know. What? It's weird to me. I know. It's like, what? what? You struggle with having fun. But I think because I never, I never really, I mean, I would go on trips and stuff, but I mean, you know, when you have a family and all of that, it's not really like you're on vacation. Like when you're on vacation, then as a mom, you're doing all the other mm-hmm. stuff. And so for me, when we started talking about planning fun first and, you know, actually having fun, for me, I had to really, I was like, well, what is fun to me now? You know, it's just like, you know, to Giovanni's point, it was kind of like I there's been kind of all this seriousness in my life to make sure that, you know, I'm stable and financially we have the ability to do certain things. And, you know, I got to make sure everybody's okay. And, you know, all of that with that. And then it was like, and then you can have fun. I mean, that's how I grew up is like, no, you go and work. And when you, when you get to a particular place, then maybe you can have fun. And maybe that's when you're, you know, 65 or 70. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, now you start thinking in a way that's like, well, why am I waiting until I'm 70 to have fun? Like, you know, And I think what's nice about Steve, just to give Steve some props is the way he runs the business is it's very personal to him. And so as a leader, he has the ability to set the tone from the top so that everybody has the ability to create and plan for their fun first. I mean, even when he's asking about, you know, what are the dates that we can do specific workshops and stuff like that? It's like, consult with your families. When do you guys have vacations planned? I mean, it's it's really kind of a a thoughtfulness that most companies 
at least that I've seen, they don't go to that level of consideration or care when it comes to let's in let's have fun and enjoy. I mean, you know, to Giovanni's point, it's like a lot. I work in tech, so Silicon Valley is like there's lots of toys and ping pong tables and pool tables and all kinds of stuff. But at the end of the day, they're kind of like, you can be here like 18 or 20 hours a day and play, but you you better get this done, you know, and we're totally happy to have you here 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just, it, for me, it was, it's it's been a struggle to kind of go like, wow, what is fun? Like, what do I really enjoy now? And that's the key question. What is fun? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's crazy. I was going to say, so like as a, a headshot photographer, um, one of the questions I asked to kind of throw people off to like get them out of their heads so they can, you know, be in the moment and take a good photo is like, what makes you happy? do you know how many people like how long it takes people to come up with something like there's like very few like boom like right off the bat like they say something everybody's like the first like the first response of the most common response is i don't know wow i think like to your point that you were saying earlier is like as as you're older right as you get older like you like you're and you have a family or whatever life kind of comes at you 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 kind of forget what makes you happy or what fun means like what fun looks like to you right and like, I never prescribed to the, you know, like you can have fun or travel the world and when you retire, but I was like, when you're at retirement age, like you're a different person than you are, right. you know, at that moment, like at a younger age and like you like different things, right? Like I definitely like in my, there's things in my twenties I would not want to go do now in almost my forties. Like, I don't want to go to a club. I want loud music. And like, like I like, I like, I like something, yeah, like, like some like chill, like where I can actually talk to somebody and hear the conversation and not lose my voice and have to scream over like it's different things right like and I, I don't think we evaluate that in our in the stages of our life right each decade's kind of like a new stage of of life right yes. and like you know like we and I, I'm glad you actually said that because I'm like, I'm like what what's fun for me these days like what do I what do I like doing like you know like I like hiking I haven't been on a hike for a long time but like I enjoy that but what else, what else makes what else is fun for me you know yeah. And question. I think what I've what I've started it and it's it's allowed me to explore more because I'm like, you know what, I'm not really sure. And but now I'm finding things that I really don't find fun anymore. Like, you know, <laughs> going to a theme park and all that. I'm kind of past that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I might want to be there with my grandkids or something, but I don't want to go on any roller coasters or anything like that. So it's, it's, you know, it's like a different type of fun. So now I find when I, like, if I find, you know, to Stephanie's point in this season of my life, if I have like, I do have a core group of girlfriends and when we can connect, get together, get away, um, travel around the world, I have had some just amazing experiences just before the pandemic, I took a year and did like four vacations all to different countries, you know, just, and it was amazing. I mean, I was so glad I did it when the pandemic came because I couldn't do anything, mm -hmm. but going to places I had never been. And it's just, 
the the amount your mind opens when you're in another place learning about other cultures is it's just incredible it's you can't even describe it in some ways yeah it's something you just have to experience and fun changes to all of your points fun changes every decade of our life you know because we are changing and yet no longer do we enjoy getting you know tossed around on a roller coaster and like get out and we're like oh my leg hurts i like on all three of those turns my leg banged into the side and that would have been the best thing when we were teenagers or in our 20s we're like yeah let's do it again and yeah, we i get dizzy just shaking my head i'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I can handle a, a roller coaster these days. Yeah, it's it's so, and that might come back. Maybe maybe like you know, after a certain part of years, you're like, oh, I want to try that again. And maybe you'll be like, oh yeah, now I remember why I stopped doing that, or whatever it happens. But just giving ourselves, you know, again, I I think the word permission keeps coming out of my mouth because. You know, I think so many of us deny ourselves from even trying. Like you said, Melissa, even if you don't know, then, okay, what things can I try? What things am I going to put on my calendar? And then it gets us away from work. And you know what else it does? It speeds up our work because we know on Friday I'm leaving or, you know, like Stephanie's leaving for a long weekend. So like on Thursday or whatever day she's going to wrap up, now you're going to even uh, put a good pressure on yourself to even get those things done so you can totally enjoy that weekend or even in a micro, you know, to like have a lunch uh, with someone special, you know, then you're going to make your morning more productive so you can get to that lunch meeting or you're going to finish. You know, I started taking piano lessons last year. And so on Wednesdays, I have my piano lesson. And then now I, I need to get other things done so I can make it to that. And I also have to get things done so I can practice so that when I go see my teacher that I've done something for the week before. It gives me things that I do enjoy sitting at the piano and learning. And also then I have to create time for that. So in doing that, it puts a natural pressure on the tasks so that I can make those things happen. And then you have those joy moments. And I think we also talked about the word letting go because then we're like letting go of certain things just to be in that moment playing the piano or be in that moment in a conversation with a friend. And then the rewards come after that without us even really thinking about it because it created a pause and then maybe there's a business problem that you haven't found a solution for. And all of a sudden it'll pop in your head because you gave yourself a break to think of things differently. And it's just, there's so many layers that we can't even cover all the layers and you really have to try it out. It's, it's really putting an amazing thing. And, and not all of us are one thing. Like, I don't think anyone I've met on this planet so far and all the relationships I have, have I found someone that's so singular? I mean, there are people that are really narrowly focused, but they still have more than one thing. And so allowing that in our life as well to be good at marketing and business and also be, uh, enjoy music and be a family per be a, you know, a family man or woman, or be someone that travels, like adding all those layers on and then say, I'm not waiting until I'm old. You know, it's to, to, to everyone's point here to Giovanni and Melissa and Stephanie all kind of mentioned this about, you know, doing things. Now, I remember a friend of mine who retired at a young age and he was going to his, to an Island in the Caribbean. And he remembers getting up when they landed and he had not realized this. And then as he was starting to walk up the tarmac, you know, the, the, you know, the gateway outside the plane, the, the little tube that they connect to the front of the plane and all there was wheelchairs 
lined up dozens and dozens of wheelchairs and he looked back and he saw how he was like the youngest person and all these other people were doing the same thing as him going to have a vacation but they couldn't even walk and it just hit him how blessed he was that he got to do it when he could walk off the plane and so that's really what this is is like what are the things that you really want to do because I can pretty much guarantee, I mean, this is on your choice, but if you choose fun first, you're going to start enjoying the things that you want to do, like that bucket list, whatever it is that you've been wanting to do your whole life. And if you don't even know what it is, like Melissa said, you start making a journal like, oh, maybe I want to try this. And maybe, and then you quickly realize, yeah, I tried that. I don't like it. But yeah, if you're even, even if you have that, you can start to find what, what you want. And then if you're still in your working time, you're actually going to condense your work hours so that you can go have that fun. And you're actually going to get more done in less time. It happens like all the time as entrepreneurs, as executives and, and bigger positions, we tend to work and work and work. And then it's like, oh, I want, I need to do more. And then you just work more. And that's not the answer. The answer is to work smarter, not harder and longer. It's smarter. And when you put fun on your calendar, I guarantee it. And I'd like to hear all of your things. So, you know, my question to Stephanie, Melissa, and Giovanni is when you added fun in your calendar, how did it condense your work? And all of a sudden strategies started popping up. I know it happened for me, but I'd like to hear your stories, how you started actually achieving more in your business world while actually enjoying uh, things in your life. So, you know, how did planning fun first actually get more business done while you're enjoying more life? Going back to the theme of this whole podcast. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners, and Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to ProAudioVoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. Well, as I was just sitting here listening to everybody talk, I know that sometimes when you stop trying so hard to solve a problem, whether it's like a personal problem or a business problem, that's actually when you solve the problem. And I noticed that for me too. And I think it was really during the pandemic when I started, like, I love to walk, especially morning walks, something about like that morning air. I would always tell my kids on the way to school, like, okay, get it, get like, take it in, you know, get your morning air. Cause it's something about it to me is just sort of magical. And so I, I started planning, like I'm going to walk every morning and on those walks would be like, I wouldn't take a podcast. I wouldn't take my music. I would just look around and like, I don't know, ask myself different questions or think about the meetings I had that day or the conversations I was going to have that day and just sort of let my mind go. And all this stuff would just come to me, like all these ideas, different strategies for my clients, different um, routes that I could take, different approaches to things. It just, it just like would download as you <laughs> will often say about when things come to you and you get messages or whatever, but and that's maybe not fun in the terms of like, okay, I'm going to go out and party and celebrate and that kind of thing. But for me, it was fun to do that, but it was like a productive fun. So I noticed just something that I started doing every day like that, that I really enjoyed. And maybe that's it too. It's not just like, okay, we're going to go out and have so much fun, but like, what are the things that you enjoy? And then just making space for those things. 
uh, totally changed everything. Because I, I came to my meeting so much more prepared. I had more insights. It really uh, was obvious that I had invested some time to think about, and whether it was business or personal, like if I was showing up for friends or showing up for my family, oh, I, I was thinking about how we could maybe approach this, or I was thinking about how we could solve this problem you know, for the kids or whatever it might be. Um, it's, and it was, you know, an hour a day was huge. Absolutely huge. Thank you. So I just want to jump on that word joy because it's even, it is that it's following your bliss. It's, it's joy. So sometimes fun, however you want to define it, like they all, for me, fit in a category, but really we're talking about enjoying your life enjoy and that joy that bliss feeling that inside that sensory thing like wow like that morning air like you're you're breathing in like it's cold. Yeah. yeah exciting it's like renewed it's fresh something about it just like the whole day is in front of you like the light that's out i just it brings me a lot of joy and i um was able to identify that and then do more of it so you do have to have that awareness. You do have to pay attention and you do have to ask yourself, especially if so much of your life is that head down. Like you said, Melissa, you're just like, okay, I'm getting to work. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm making sure the kids have what they need. And you're making sure everybody else has what they need. And then someone asks you, what would you like? And you don't know. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know. I know what I used to do. And I did try to go on a roller coaster last year after not, cause that was always my favorite thing. And I was like, yeah, I'll go on some roller coasters. It's not the same. I was like, get me off. <laughs> Is it still going? How do I get off? (laughs) Um, So you have to figure it out. Like you have to reinvent yourself and your joy and what that is. And it might take a little trial, but I've always wanted to play the guitar. And so I would love to pick that up and do that. But you have to make time. You have to commit to the fun. It is sometimes also does take work to make it happen. Not a lot, but the reward is there. So. Yeah. And just following that joy. Yeah. Go ahead, Melissa. Oh, sorry. I was just going to add though, because a lot of what you're talking about, what I was thinking about as we were talking about it is the ability to actually enjoy the journey. And so what keeps coming into my mind, you know, our, our focus is always making sure that people have the freedom they desire without sacrifice. And to me, that's the, the key because You can say, oh, I'm going to travel the world, but I don't actually get to all the goals that I want. You know what I mean? Um, But to be able to blend the two together and experience a life where you truly enjoy what your life and the impact your life has on the world, you know, it's kind of like I'm here, I matter, and you know, when I'm no longer here, you know, you want people to actually remember or have an experience that you were here and you did some wonderful things and you, you know, the experiences you had with others that they remember them. And, you know, I mean, that you, it's like, well, those are the things that really matter and make a difference when you leave. It's not any of the material things that you're leaving behind, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's really important to ask yourself, what does matter? And what, what is your joy? And what, what should you be adding more those morning walks? You know, some people might say, Oh, I can't do that. I have to work. That would be nice. You might be listening and say, Oh, that's nice for Stephanie. Good thing. She can do that. Well, you know what? There was a time when she couldn't do that in her mind, right? She didn't believe. And same with you, Melissa. It's like, we can't do it. And it doesn't mean 
we're not denying that there are responsibilities, you know, all of us on here are parents, whether we're mothers or fathers. And it is a difference, right? Like us fathers will never really truly know what it's like to be a mother and the same mothers uh, looking at fathers. We have a different perspective on the way that things are all that aside they're they're all there, but who's to say we can't enjoy all of those moments. And so I think the first step to all of this is really starting to reflect on like what things are fun and what things are not fun or what things bring you joy and bliss and what things bring you, you know, other words like, you know, uh, not feeling good, unhappiness, even misery or like hate, you know, mm -hmm. like sometimes you hate, like, I hate that. You know, that's why I always say, don't hate, celebrate. Well, that's a choice. Okay, so you're going to dwell, like Giovanni was saying, are we going to dwell on the things we hate and then have more hate in our life? Because that's what will happen. You'll just perpetuate it. So when are you going to choose to live? And even if you have to ask yourself the hard questions, how can I fit that in? Well, I mean, before we go to the how and when, first say, what would it be? What would you like to go try? And even to Melissa's point, maybe it's something to try. Maybe we're like, oh yeah, I remember it was so much fun to be on a roller coaster. We keep bringing up roller coasters. I, it's not that we all hate roller coasters. I mean, boy, I, I think we all, them. yeah, we had fun. I mean, yeah, there's still that thing. And would I get on another one? Probably. And especially like kids, grandkids drag me on and I'd want to go have fun with them. But I'll tell you, I'm not the one to go do it again and again and again. They can all watch and all wave at them when they go by from the side. You know, but again, we're still even that enjoying that, enjoying their sc screams and laughs and having them come off and looking at the silly picture of them when they made a crazy face when they're going through the loop de loop, whatever it is. Like, you know, and also it doesn't mean a lot of money. You know, I've had times where we have spent a lot of money on a trip or a hotel, and then we're having a profound conversation sitting in chairs. And those two chairs could have been anywhere in the world. So, you know, like having fun doesn't mean spending money too like you know just to put some things out there what is it that's going to bring joy to your life and then what things do not bring you joy and start seeing how you can let those go because the more i think that it's feelings just to come to the nitty-gritty of it i think we deny ourselves in modern society many of us not all not all but many deny ourselves of our feelings and we just drive through and i often say it's like putting your hand on a hot grill and your, your body's going to want to react. It's going to want to pull away for safety, right? Like to not do that thing. And then we just put our, and we're taught, oh, put your hand on there. Just keep burning it. That's what we all do. We just work, go work, go do it, burn, burn, burn. And then years go by 10, 20, 30 years, 40 years of a career. And your hand is numb now. You don't even feel the burn. And then you even ask, so why did I put my hand on this hot grill? I don't remember why. And then we miss so many things. And you know what? It's not having to be that extreme. I'm taking it to extreme, like burning yourself. But we also have feelings when we eat at a certain restaurant or when we hang out with certain people. Like, that wasn't that fun. Maybe I don't want to hang out with that person. And it's not that they're good or bad or whatever they're dealing with. But maybe, you know, maybe we can only have a, a little bit every month of being around that person. Maybe we love them. Maybe it's even a family member. But then the reality is you need to have, follow your joy. And so these feelings matter. And so what I want to encourage everyone is to 
feel when you have joy and feel when you don't have joy and then start choosing to lean into that joy and even matters of things like household chores how can we all work together i try to always encourage my family and it's not always successful i'll, I'll admit but how can we have fun doing what we need in the household and do it together so we can get it done quickly and move on right like if we all do this then we can all play or if you let one person we have all been there like a, one parent is cleaning the whole house and then everyone else uh then they wonder why we didn't get to hang out with them right it's like oh yeah well it's too busy well if everyone would get together and do it like in an hour or two we could probably get all these tasks done and then we can have more fun and then how can you make those more fun you know how can we really enjoy things so just asking yourself those questions and noticing i think it is awareness and that and i and one last thing to add to because there are things that i do that i wouldn't you know, like who's I, I really want to wash the dishes, please, please. Can I wash the dishes? No, but you know, I, I'm, I, that's where it comes back to gratitude. I'm, I'm grateful. I have dishes. I bring myself back to those things and you know, that I can be happy that I, that everything's kind of clean and put away. And I can also be happy that when I go to cook the next meal, everything's clean and ready to go. Like, have you ever been, I want to eat. And then you go in the kitchen and you're like, oh, no way. I'm not even going to start cleaning this mess up. And, and you just walk out and get, you know, some takeout, right? Because you're just like, yeah. oh. it's, you know, but then what if you, what if you had that in your mind? I'm going to have more joy if I wash this dish now, because then I know it's easier. The food's not stuck on it. And then I can then come and make a meal later and know that everything's ready to go. You know, like, but these are small See, I things think, of joy. I yeah. think everybody is not as evolved as you on the dish thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying it's every day you know there are days where i'm just super tired and we're like okay we're gonna just take care of this in the morning but there's something about it and it took a long time melissa but you know but i just try to find gratitude there's that a saying true. you know there's uh cleanliness is godliness there's that saying and you know so sometimes we think as spiritual people that we uh that you, you don't think about these worldly things, but they're part of our life, right? Like just having mm -hmm. a household, uh, eating, uh, you know, being together. So I guess I just want to put a little extra on this. You know, we all have our wildest dreams of joy and I want you to all go live those, but then also how can you have joy in the small things? And, you know, I don't want you to have to get it taken away. Like for me, I was paralyzed and maybe this is where it comes so much easier for me now, Melissa. But I mean, like just walking, I can't tell you like how many days now I'm like walking with my family and I'm like, oh, this is so good because I lost that for a little while. I actually can stand at the sink and wash dishes. I think about these things sometimes. And yeah, maybe you haven't experienced that. And I don't want any of you to experience that. But these things are joy like that we get to do and and really remind yourself, you get to do it. It's not like I have to wash the dishes. What if you say I get to wash the dishes and then ask yourself, what does that mean? It does change your perspective too, right? Like your mindset about something. It says that like on the wall at the gym, like I don't have to work out today, get to work out today. Like think about that, you know, like how the words you put around something, you are uh, sort of setting it up for how you feel about that yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like, uh, creating a snowball, the snowball effect, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, if you have tiny joys throughout your day, it leads to bigger, those bigger joys, right? If you're only ex ever expecting the, or only, only ever wanting like the big 
whatever the big fun thing is for you, vacation, traveling, whatever it may be. And like, you're just like longing for it. Right. Like when we get, for some reason I'm on the woo woo stuff today, but like, it's like, if that's all you're focusing on, you're focusing on the lack of not having that big vacation thing, we'll use vacation here. Then it's always going to be out there and out of reach. But if you can come back and what Steve was saying, the dishes, I just find the joy. I don't like doing dishes, but what I've found is I'd much rather have them cleaned off, at least rinsed off, so that when I do have to do them, it's not harder work. Because you guys know me, I'm lazy. I like to work smart, not hard. And so, mm-hmm. like, I I'm, I make sure, like, because when you let things stick, then you yeah. got to work hard, you got to scrub, and then you're like, then the mindset gets in is like, I don't want to do this because of blah blah blah. But it's in like, okay. And what's actually interesting these days now. Um, having a daughter that's almost two years old. She is currently in the phase of wanting and loving to help do mm-hmm. stuff. And so that kind of makes it, you know, a little bit, a little more fun, kind of make, make gamifying mm-hmm. it a little bit more and like just seeing her helping. So then, then we do stuff and she wants to do stuff. Right. So then it kind of helps us clean more because then she'll want to help and do stuff like that. And so I think it's getting back to you, Melissa is, is finding like, like those little joys. Right. And for Steve, it's going to be a little bit more extreme because He's gone through something a little more extreme than we've gone through, right? But I think it's if you can find like that little, I'm going to call it a little snowball, right? To get it to get it going. Um, I think was it Bernie Brown who mentions like kind of get on the, the cleaning subject here. He's like, you want to clean your whole house, but then you get like, I don't want to clean the whole house. She's like, start with one bedroom. That's it. Just say, I'm going to clean this one bedroom or I'm going to, I'm going to make the bed. That's it. And then she like noticed like, okay, once you do one thing, it like builds the momentum to then like, well, I already made the bed. Maybe I'll just like, I'll grab the laundry. Okay, I do laundry. Maybe I'll I'll do this, right? And then it's like that little snowball, like it's bigger and bigger. And then like all of a sudden you're, you know, cleaning two rooms or three rooms or something like that, right? Same thing with the joy, I think. It's like finding a little joy, like, okay, dishes aren't that fun, but how can I make it a little more fun? Oh, that was kind of fun. And then it, oh, and like just adding those little things and then, kind of just builds on if that makes any sense and i'm just rambling no it really makes sense okay it totally makes sense because like and then two things came to mind to add to that to reinforce it even more to echo it if you will you know is the other part of gratitude that's why we say choose gratitude create freedom and then this also brings our joy you know there are you know many times you don't want to do those things but in in my marriage uh there there's a period of time where we took turns like every other night we would cook and so i've had but right now you know especially since i had guillain barre syndrome you know my wife's been like cooking for all of us a ton and my son likes to cook sometimes too so he's even jumping in there but what i bring myself at the end of the meal when you want to maybe just sit there uh and we do we'll sit for a while and enjoy each other's company extended period after the meal but then I find myself picking it up when I choose gratitude, then it's like, okay, when I take this plate, let me wash this plate. You made this meal for me. It's like another way to give a gift back because it said, thank you. Thank you for this beautiful meal. And I'm going to, I'm going to wash that cup. I, I make cacao most mornings for my wife and I, and that's what I'm, I'm actually drinking some, some cacao right now, finishing off some of my morning cacao today that and i wash the mugs we've gotten some really cool mugs to really enjoy and even that then i'm grateful for the people that made those mugs and then also when i'm washing it i'm like thanking them so just think it, it just helps me melissa it's like you know th- i'm just sharing this because you brought up a point it's like not everyone's evolved and i don't think i'm that far evolved i think i just a choice 
I think that I'm just choosing to say, okay, I'm going to be grateful for this cup. Who made it? I think about those things while I'm washing it. I know maybe it's crazy, but it's the simple things that bring start to bring me joy. Like to your point, Giovanni, I used to think it was like all these big things and the next big trip and where are we going? And seriously, I've taken my kids around the world. And a lot of that is because my parents, maybe in their mind, they couldn't or whatever choices they made. We didn't travel a lot. Uh, we did go on a few camping trips and all that. I never, I put myself on a plane. You know, my parents never took me on a trip that went on a plane. That was my choice as I became an adult. And I did chase the big things. And now I'm finding joy just in having a cup of chocolate with my wife. And that brings me joy. You know, it brings me joy being on this podcast with you, with all, with all three of you. No, it's, these are fun. There's no part of work in this. You know, you could say this is part of our business, but... I love sharing these stories. It brings me joy. So then I guess what we're, what we're just saying is do more of, of that and try small things. The last part, the second part that I wanted to say is one of my friends, John Asaraf, I've gotten to do some events with him, get to know him, meet his family. And he, uh, you know, he's an author and he, you know, I, I first saw him in The Secret many years ago. He was in there, but, and when we had, had arrived uh, at his house, he had just finished the workout. So we were talking about that. And he said, I have a rule with myself. No matter what, I'm going to move. I'm going to go work out. So even the days I don't want to work out, I just tell myself, I'm going to go on the treadmill for a few minutes or whatever it is. And he said, then almost every time he does that, he'll be on the treadmill for five or 10 minutes. And then he'll start lifting some weights or doing something else. Cause you know, he had a, a home gym there. And so then he said, most days he'll end up working out 20, 30 minutes or whatever, or sometimes an hour, he'll just get into it. But he just told himself, I, I'm going to do, I'm going to do some small step, you know? So even if like for you, Giovanni, it's like just rinsing the dishes. So like, we all know, like, if you've ever had an egg, like a fried egg and you leave that on there, then the egg just like sticks to the plate and you're like, you know, you're trying to get all that off, you know? So it's so much easier to rinse it right away. And the same thing, like with moving our body, it's just easier just to choose to do it for a few minutes. And then like Stephanie said, you go for a walk and you breathe the fresh air and all of a sudden you want to go for an hour. I didn't always do that. And I didn't always do it after I dropped my kids off. I, at one point it was dark outside because I had to do it before my husband left. Like if I wanted to get it in my day in the morning, I had to go before my husband left for work. So I chose to do that. I chose to get up at like six and go. And I knew how I felt like as soon as I walked out the door. And so that's what got me up and like doing it every day. And I think it's the same thing with the dishes. Like it feels better when the house is clean and there is something about that. And I noticed that a lot more in myself too. Like when there's less clutter around, when things are clean, I feel better. I'm happier. I'm like more productive. I don't feel so scattered or, you know, my focus is better. So I think finding a way to do those little things that helps that. Like I try to invest more time in the things that bring me more of that because I enjoy that feeling. Also, music is very helpful if you need to do dishes and you don't want to. For me, it's like 90s hip hop, turn it up. <laughs> and then it becomes fun. Like becomes fun to clean or it becomes fun to clear surfaces or whatever that might be. So, you know, to your point, like find the way to make it fun. And I think, you know, if you're trying to, figure out like, how do I create more fun or where do I start? Um, it's a good thing to figure out, like, like you said, like, what is not fun? What do I not enjoy doing? And like taking more of that out of the game, like out of the day, I think just eliminating what you don't like or identifying who you don't want to be around or whatever that is 
will naturally make life more fun. Yeah. And that's why we feel it. That's why you feel it. It's, this is part of our human existence to feel that doesn't feel good. Let's do less. That feels good. Let's do more. The thing I was going to bring up though, is I think with fun, you actually are more present and, you know, you're typically incorporating potentially other sides of the brain, the creativity and, and other things. I mean, I tended to work in finance and technology, so I know I would, when I'm having fun, I'm usually totally on the other side of my brain, but I think that just being present, and I know a lot of CEOs, you know, struggle with being present for their families because, you know, they got to travel or whatever. Um, And I think now we have opportunities to say, well, is there a different way to do it? Do I have to, my father was gone probably five or six days out of every week until we were like teenagers. And, you know, he looked back and was like, yeah, I mean, my mom was almost like a single parent. But being present, I remember some specific times where he was like, okay, I'm going to take you out. And I I think I was five at the time. And he said, okay, we're going to go have a picnic. And I was a five-year-old and I was like so nervous to go out with my dad for the first time. You know, if I, I'm assuming it was the first time because I was like, oh my God, I'm going with him by myself. Um, but I remember that now even, um, but I do remember him being very intentional about, okay, I need to make sure that I make some time. Um, and I think that opened things up from there, to be honest, for a totally different relationship, you know, for years to come because he was intentional about it. Yeah. It's so important. So that's why it comes back to the questions. What, what do we really want? And, you know, and then, you know, sometimes we think we have to go make all this money and do all these things. And, and that, I'm not saying that activity needs to go to zero. Cause we all know what happens when that happens, but you know, but you can actually say, wait a minute, I can go take my daughter out uh, for the day and, or even for an hour. And I can do that now. Like, it's like, what are we waiting for? You know, I, you know, I've been saying it more, like a lot of times we all just want to go have a picnic with our family and we think we have to, you know, have all these extravagant things to do that when the reality is we could just go do it. And especially with the kids, they're not going to remember how extravagant it was necessarily. They're going to remember the moment of being together. And so you don't have to spend all the money in the world to have that moment. Really, you don't, you know, thank you for sharing that. Melissa, and then look at that, just all that time that he was working and that one moment is so vivid in your mind, you know, and yeah, so, and I'm, so. I'm now in my fifties and I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So that's out there for all, all you parents listening, you know, you could take that and have a moment in your child's life for the rest of their life just by pausing, you know, so it's, uh, you know, ultimately, I think it's a simple thing. Just follow your joy. That's all we're saying here. And in doing that, and if you can't figure out how to do it, then please ask us questions. You know, we're, we're here. That's why all of us are working together here. We want to help other people find their way through this. And it is change. 
you know, I think we've all brought that up. We've all not had this and we've all, we're grinding and, and leaning into the pain. And, and I'm not saying there's nothing to gain there. There is, that's why people keep doing it. Cause you do gain from that, but you also gain from the joy. And I'll tell you what, I I've gained way more and had so much more pleasure in my life. Oh, it's so nice. I took a deep breath because I just brought myself back to some of those old moments, but just follow your bliss, follow your joy. And if you don't know how, then just ask lots of questions of yourself, like what's going to bring me joy. And, and I just naturally found ways to get business done in less time so that I could go do it. So it's putting like, uh, when the, when have you ever noticed, like when things are, uh, when there's no other way, or you have to focus on one thing, you end up finding a way. And, and that is the same. So if you put the, the idea in your mind that you must have fun and enjoy your life and be with your family or be with yourself or whatever, then you will find a way. And then if you get stuck and you're not sure, then ask someone, you know, go hang out with your friends, like we're saying, and, or ask us, we're happy to take your comments and questions. So, you know, we love uh, doing this. We're going to keep doing this. So please share with us uh, from this, this podcast today. Like what was your biggest takeaway or, or what questions did it, did arise in your mind that maybe you want to share with us so we can help, you know, share more. And if, and if any of you are stuck in this and you're like, yeah, that would be great. Uh, I wish I could do that, but I can't. And you have it in your mind at the end of this podcast, then please message us so that we can find a way to, if you want, I mean, if you want to keep living that way, then I, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> You're going to do what you want to do. So if you want something different, then ask, start asking yourself questions and start asking us questions. And we love to have those comments on our social media. Let us know what you'd like to hear. If there's certain specific things you'd like us to share on future podcasts, please let us know. And, and, you know, if you really got value from this and you want to help other people in your life, then please share our podcast because our goal is to help as many people as we can have the freedom they desire and if we if if you feel that you feel like we've made a difference today by sharing this then please do share it with others not just to help us yes it helps our podcast i'm well aware of that but it also helps other people uh, go back to our mission so we really really appreciate it and i i just want to again share my gratitude to melissa stephanie and giovanni for sharing this podcast with me and I look forward to having a lot more joy and bliss together and we will be back again next week with another topic. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the more business, more life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.